listening to those dad guys because the moms have their podcasts so why shouldn't we huh here are joe seiler and paul black those dad guys what's going on everybody welcome to another episode of those dad guys as usual we are those dad guys my name is joe and his name still strange (laughs) enough is paul what's going on paul nothing nothing at all just uh trying to get these baby blues to open up a little bit might be feeling a little tired midweek and you're still playing catch up from the long weekend i guess eh yeah, yeah, I'll let you know why I'm tired, but uh, I think we should do what we do first and do Let's best. Do Let's crack it up. What you got today? So I got a call the other day from my mom. Can I say that I love when you have a story behind what you're about to drink? Well, you have to. You, know? you don't there's, have there's to, because some of us just go to the liquor store and just pick something. But I, I love that you tell stories. Let's hear it. So my mom called. She's like, I really wanted to do something for you. I know you like to crack beers. She actually said crack beers. I love uh, it. To, to open the show. How to be, Mama Black. But I don't know what you like. I think you've made it pretty clear over the first 80 plus episodes what you like. Well, I said to her, Mom, I don't care. I'm like, you just get me whatever. I'm going to try it and go. So she's like, okay, I like, listen, sometimes my daughter picks out the beer. Sometimes my wife picks out the beer. They go... I go based on funny names. They go on pretty pictures or colorful pictures on the cans, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, she comes strolling in the other day. And uh, it's a Guinness Blonde. Oh. Brewed in Baltimore. Yeah, why wouldn't it be? (laughs) Makes sense. So uh, I'm excited to try this. It says, mine's a blonde. And she thought I would find that pretty funny. Interesting. Can you show me the can? I sure can. Is that a pelican or something? Yeah, or a toucan, maybe? Toucan. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah. nice. I like there that. So we'll see. I like to try the different Guinness beers, other than the regular Guinness stout. Yeah. So, th- yeah, that's, that should be fun. Okay, so I went to the Gahan Brewery. Got something called Sydney Street. It's an oatmeal stout beer the gahan beer from prince edward island g-a-h-a-n gahan a smooth medium-bodied stout roasty with a hint of sweetness has a nice picture of a street light that you would probably find somewhere on a street called sydney street in pei no doubt yeah it's probably a laid-back drink too i can't wait to try it let's do this all right Mom, you did well. You did well, Mom. This is a nice tasting beer. Well, do we both have good hitters today? Come on. Can't happen. Last last week was the worst beer I think I've ever tried on this show. Ever? On this show, I think. Wow. Uh, I have had some IPAs, but I've struggled through them. Last week's, I, I don't even remember if I even finished it. It was not good. But this, yeah. this Sydney Street beer, this oatmeal stout? quite nice does it taste like oatmeal like uh maple and brown sugar peaches and cream yeah no it does not taste like uh maple brown sugar okay let me tell you why i'm tired oh i can't wait (laughs) so i decided one day and that one day was the other day i'm like i haven't caught up to my 90 day fiancés oh no (laughs) so so I just started binging 90 Day Fiance. 
So I get to the last episode and I watch it. We'll get there. <laughs> I shut it off and I hit the guide button expecting to see it's like 1245 or something. It's three o'clock in the GD morning. Come on. <laughs> three o'clock AM. What time would you say you started? Uh, maybe nine, nine thirty. Wow, that's a lot of ninety day fiance. Yeah. Well, I needed to catch up. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, you didn't want to be left behind. People want to talk to me about it, and I'm like, listen, <laughs> I'm behind, man. Like, calm down. I'll get there. I'll get there. But just I've had other priorities, like uh, the the shows we we mentioned uh, the other day, like yeah. the one and behind her eyes. So I needed a break, but I'm back, and I'm back with a vengeance. And let me tell you. <laughs> so first of all, I think. TLC told these guys because all the guys are douchebags to their ladies. Isn't that always the case on, on shows like that? Not, not really. Sometimes the girl is just off her rocker. Like, right. like there's one lady that's, that's twisted. Like she's <laughs> a hot mess. Like spoiler alert, whoop, whoop, spoiler alert. So there's this one chick and she was, she's 52 with this 27 year old dude from Belize. Why wouldn't she be? Yeah, so she goes and finally sees him because it's all around COVID and stuff, right? So she tells him that the last time they broke up, she slept with his cousin. Come on. So fast forward, they're getting romantic, and I guess... When you say getting romantic, you mean like getting freaky? They were, they were yeah, yeah. yeah they, okay. were, they were messing those sheets. Yeah, they were. What do they call it? Uh, I don't know wrestling those sheets anyways so she says brian do you have a condom on and he's like yeah and then she's like i love your old lady voice <laughs> no that's how she talks <laughs> so so then she's like then she goes like this and she's like um ryan i brought some lube you want to use it he's like no i'm not wearing a condom <laughs> So that's hilarious because she kicks him out instantly. She is so pissed. What does she do within 15 minutes? Calls a cousin. She calls his cousin. <laughs> that, I really need a friend right now. Can no, you that's what you need. <laughs> Anyways, so dude comes over the next day and they spend the rest of this vacation. I don't know. It's just a train ride. If you guys want to see something... Or you think you're having a bad go at life? Just watch this freaking show. Really. That must be the only reason you watch that show. Because it's a train wreck and you know it's going to be and oh, yeah. stuff is going to happen. And part of me wants to see some of them fall in love and really do do well. Because that's what you are. You're just a, yeah. you're a romantic at heart. Anyway, so then fast forward as to what I wanted to talk about today. So... The very last episode before now next now next Sunday coming up the Sunday coming up right it's the couples tell all oh those are the good they're dish and dirt right yeah oh that's the best episode so this one young couple they're pregnant so they start showing the pregnancy five months four months this 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 all the way through right so they have the baby and it's adorable and I'm like instantly I wanted to go cuddle with my daughter because. I remember just how magical the whole birth experience was the one time for me. And I'm sure it's magical for everybody. Painful for some, but magical. They get home 
and she asks if he got her. She asks if he got her the push present. Ah, uh, the push present. Have you heard of the push present? I've heard of it. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me you didn't get your wife a push present. Not one time out of the three. Not one time. She brought it up the third time. For real. Yeah. Not like not like she was expecting it. And she she uses it every now and then against me. She'll she'll be like, oh, and you didn't even get me a push present. And I'm like, yeah, because that's not a that should not be a thing. I gave you a child. The the present just came out and is in your arms. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. So I, I, I looked it up because this episode for this push present, which is also a push gift, I did not want to look uneducated whatsoever. I didn't want to feel like I'm making things. But basically, it is what it is. They get a present yeah. for pushing the baby out. Yep. Which, uh, listen, I couldn't do it. I think it's magnificent. Women are more powerful than men. Amen. Have a nice day. Uh, but a gift. Yeah, no. No, not me. I'm not going getting a gift for you pushing the baby out. While I do appreciate it, and our children are all amazing, and I love them. I loved them right away. Tears came to my eyes, tears of joy. Yeah. And I didn't find it necessary to go, oh, and here's a present for you because you, you worked so hard. I worked hard, too. Yeah. Well, I worked hard. You put up with all the bullshit. Wow. Um, there it is. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> So it says between 2011 and 2012. So maybe this wasn't a thing when my daughter was born because my bar- daughter born 2010. Anyway, good for you. We wouldn't have got the gift anyways. Um, <laughs> so was it Christmas? It only went up two percent in the and from 2011 to 2012. The 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 push presents has a two percent increase. Okay. In the past 18 months, COVID, it's gone up 41 percent. Come on. 41%. Is that because there's too much pressure by the ladies to be like, you need to get me this? Or is it the guys going, you know what? You deserve something. Or is it like, I don't know. I, I, why? What's prompting that? It says because part of the media coverage of celebrities were receiving them. So like oh. a 10 carat diamond ring given a celebrity stylist, Rachel Zoe, or Zoe by Roger. All right. And then Bentley given to reality star. A Bentley was given to a reality star from the Housewives of Orange County. Of course. And then Nick Cannon gave something to Mariah. It's so ridiculous. So it's so, all re- yeah, it's celebrity driven for sure. Yeah, for sure. And then all the Karens out there are like, hey, uh, <laughs> make you spit it out. It's always my that goal, close. Paul. That was close. <laughs> all the Karens out there are like, you need to get me a gift for, for pushing out this child. Look, again... <laughs> I agree with what Paul said. Look, I couldn't do it. I appreciate it. I appreciate that we don't have to do it. I think the guys should get a, a pullout gift. Wow. <laughs> right? Do you think that's a good idea? I have lots of those gifts by now. <laughs> All but three. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for that comment. Well, this just went, it went south. <laughs> This is not where I expected this week's show to start. (laughs) Right? And we got some exciting tie-ins to uh, push presents. Yeah. Sure. Anyways, what about you? What's up? So, (laughs) hey, it's my birthday. Like, today. Well, I didn't forget. Happy birthday. I I know you didn't forget. I know you didn't. Uh, Yours is in May. Uh, Yeah. 
When? Yes, it is. The day after your daughter's. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> anyway, so it's my birthday today. So I've decided that I'm, you know, I always get the question, what do you want for dinner? And we've had this conversation before where I say, I just cook my own dinner or we'll order something. I don't want to order things because I feel like we've ordered a bunch of stuff and there's nothing out there really that they're really good. I don't like to order food as much anymore because I can never order something from one place for the whole family. It just doesn't work. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll just make my own. But then I'm like, I don't really feel like having steak because every year I make a steak for my birthday, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do ribs. I have not had ribs in a while. And I Mm -hmm. said, I'm going to do them in the smoker because I've been home so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some ribs in the smoker today. Nice. All right. But here's something I learned about my smoker. Now, Paul, I, I talk about how good you are with the smoker and how the things you turn out, you, you, you throw in there are money. Mm. Before I got my own smoker, I used yours. Yeah. And my stuff was, was on point, like really good. Then I got my own. And all of a sudden, it's like I had forgotten how to use it. Yeah, because it, it, it seems like it takes a while, And right? it's just, it, yeah, and it's yeah. like nothing ever turns out the way it should. And I start to ask myself, why? Why? Because I didn't lose the knowledge. Mm-hmm. The knowledge is still there. It's tough to lose knowledge when right? it comes to plugging in and setting a temp. Right. Setting a temp, <laughs> setting a time. I know these things. So, I decided to do something on the weekend. A little test, if you will. I grabbed one of those, you know those oven thermometers that you can get from the store that you put inside the oven to m- actually measure the internal temperature of your oven? Yeah, so just drawing a picture in my head so I'm on the same page. It has that little hook, and you hook it on one of the... On one of the grates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got one of those. I said, mm-hmm. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run a little test. I'm going to see if the temperature on the thermostat on the unit measures the same as inside. Smart. Brilliant idea. So I did it. There's a 25 degree difference. How? Come on. I wish I knew the answer to how, but Paul, it says 280, or yeah, it says 280 on the actual smoker, and the inside thermometer that I've hung in there says 250 or 255. Wow. So now, I know why my things have not been turning out, or why they've been taking so long, because they've been cooking 25 degrees lower yeah. Then everything else. And of course, my machine is out of warranty. I'm, my head, just if people don't see, I just took my hat off and I leaned way back in my chair in disbelief. I'm Because I just took it. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking what you just said, that you had it at 280 and, 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 and it was about 220 for 225 or no. 230, 235. No, right? no, 255. At 280, 255. it was 255. 250. 25 degrees different. So I'm thinking, okay, so if you're setting it at 280, your timing should still be good. And then it hits me. When you have it at 225, right. where it should be. It's cooking at 200. If not a little less. Right. Yes. Oh, my. 
So now you start to, I start to say, why was my brisket taking 19, 22 hours mm-hmm. when it should have taken 13? Yeah. Maybe. Well, now I know. So there's a few different things I can do. Yes. For the time being, so for today's ribs, I'm just going to jack it up 25 degrees over so that the screen shows me 25 degrees more than I would do it. Mm-hmm. But then like, you know, some, a friend of mine who has the same smoker as me, he said, he said, well, have you cleaned the, 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 I keep forgetting what it's called. I want to say the valve, the thing that reads the temperature inside your okay. machine that's connected to it. Have you cleaned that? I said, I'm going to be honest, the inside of my smoker, I haven't used it enough for it to be dirty enough. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no. So, okay. So I'm going to clean that. All right. I'm going to try that again then. And then if that doesn't work, you can buy the replacement part for like $8. It's okay. like an $8 part. And then all I have to do is pull the back off and pop the new one in. And, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But as my wife said, so you're telling me you got ripped off. Like you got ripped off something fierce. I'm like, yeah, I guess. I mean, but again, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Like, how would you know? It was other a than the fact- clearance deal too, right? It was a great deal. Yeah. But again, a friend of mine got the same one at the same time. Yeah. And his is fine. Wow. So, you know, I'm for today, I'm just going to jack it up a extra 25 degrees and we'll be fine but moving forward i'll probably try the change i'm i'm adding another element into it so it heats up faster too which is uh some you know love these youtube hacks watch yeah. people do them so you're braver than i i wouldn't i wouldn't mess with that well i bought the second element already and it's all set to go all you gotta do it's so easy you just connect it and wire it into the current wires it's it's actually yeah. super easy so i gotta do that but at the same time i was pretty frustrated when i saw the difference because i thought mm-hmm. maybe a 10 degree difference 25 to 30 degrees difference paul yeah now i know why my stuff hasn't turned out so now mm-hmm. now we're gonna see now mm-hmm. I, now i got it that's it now now it's gonna be seamless now now i'm gonna start using that smoker yeah. And using it uh, more often. Nice. So. Yeah, so I have two questions. So the first thing, I'll stick to you and uh, say, do you feel you're kind of sick of steak? I don't want to say sick of steak, but sick of steak because we've been at home for so long and you've just done a little more testing in the smoker, having more kind of kind of different meats does that make sense what i'm saying yeah uh, you know what it might there might be something to that look I, I hesitate to use sick of steak as well because i'm not i'm not sick of steak yeah. but i think there is something to that i've tried in the last while i've tried doing a lot more things mm-hmm. like last night we had flank steak but i did like a beef and broccoli so we did flank steak with a beef and broccoli, a nice Korean marinade, and it was actually quite nice. But I don't, I don't look at flank steak as steak. No. no. Flank steak is just meat. <laughs> you know what's hilarious? A steak is a steak. My wife will go nuts. I believe we also had flank steak last night. And we had it in fajitas. See, yeah. And it cooked up fantastic. You asked yeah. me that before if I was going to do it in fajitas. We just did yeah. beef and broccoli with a nice, uh, with a nice Korean sauce. Nice. So, 
I wouldn't say I'm sick of steak, but I have tried. I have experimented with more foods mm-hmm. and different ways to cook them. That being said, there's a few different ways I want to try making steak now. Okay. Like, have you tried this reverse sear thing that people talk about? Yeah, I've tried it. I've tried it. Work for you? No. No? To be honest. Because I know it's really good, yep. but in my head, it defeats the purpose of what a sear is, and it, the sear is to keep the juices in. Yes. Right? So, if you're reverse, so what are you keeping in? Do you know what I mean? So, probably juices, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> I've tried it, and I'm just like... Whatever. See, I haven't done it. I'd like to do it. So that's something mm-hmm. I want to try. I want to try doing the reverse sear method. So, yeah. so I'm not sick of steak, but I think I think there's something to the fact that we have tried doing a lot of different things, whether it be with different meats or different kinds of foods. That you know what? There's I think there's more to choose from now, and I haven't had ribs in a, in quite a while. I know. I'm shocked, actually. Yeah. And am I excited for you? I'm I excited. can't stop thinking about the prime rib I just did. Oh, nice. Because this is what I'm going to tell you about high quality meat. And I'm going to say anybody who buys high quality meat, wherever you get it from, your butcher, if it's an organic meat, beef, you can't, from my experience now, you can't overcook it even when you overcook it. Yeah. It's hard to screw up a yes. good quality meat. So I did, I did uh, prime rib on the rotisserie. And it came off and it wasn't, you know, you're supposed to, you're supposed to serve a, a prime rib at medium, medium, mid-rare, really. Yeah, mid-rare um, is the way a prime rib is. When you cut into the middle of that prime rib, mm-hmm. it should be mid-rare for sure. Yeah. So that didn't happen. It was a, there was a hint of peak, uh, pink, bleh. there was a hint, but on the outside it was like, I like to call it grayer, but the flavor and the quality was lights out. I had lunch today. And I had a mortadella sandwich, and I was like, I wish I had some prime rib. And then for dinner, I wish I had some prime rib. So, uh, it was so good. Can't always have prime rib, Paul. You can't. You can't, can't always have it. <laughs> but that's uh, that's definitely awesome. So, um, I love prime rib. We just don't do it much in this house, because to, to do it right, you've got to cook it mid-rare. That's, I mean, that's the way i look at it mm-hmm. and heather won't touch it if no. it's if it's bleeding yeah 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 she won't touch it the kids will touch the kids will be like yeah i'm all in the kids right. love it they like mid-rare like me maybe a little bit more towards medium yeah but i like rare to mid-rare the kids like mid-rare to medium and heather i would say likes medium yeah if anyone out there is wondering about prime rib and worried about the color and the juices that come out of it. I'm going to tell you that I'm a part of a committee at work. And uh, back in the day when you used to have these galas once a year, you would go on a sampling of the food. And they brought out this prime rib. And it looked, to me, it looked magical. And there was a girl there that I worked with. And she's looking at it. She's like, Paul, I can't. Like, that's gross. And I'm like, listen. Just take a bite. Like, she's like, I would never, I'll never, blah, blah, blah. She takes a bite. She's like, my goodness. That was like butter. It's not mooing at you. No. It's not alive. No. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. No, that's right. That's the suggestion. Just, just steak, I get it. I get steak. Prime rib is something different. Why do you get steak, though? 
like I understand the medium rare, the medium, the the you know the rare, the well done, and things like that. Because I kind of I, I I understand it. I couldn't have a medium rare steak. Really? Yeah, I could do medium. Interesting. But a medium rare, I it's just it's not my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, but a medium prime rib why i don't know maybe it's because of the because it has different fats and stuff in it as well you're right so you're anyways. right but that's it that that's interesting to me that you you could go for a medium rare prime rib but not a medium rare steak that's a yeah. very interesting to me yeah i'm weird not what are you not gonna do? not critical of it i'm just i'm curious yeah. that's all i'm just very very curious about it well, there you go. now you're in the life in a day in a life wow there you go. A little little peek behind Paul's curtain. <laughs> I don't need to peek anymore. I'm done. I'm done. That's all. That's all. Anyway, yeah, so it's my birthday today, and Heather has made me a caramel apple cheesecake, which is fantastic. It's perfect for the uh, perfect for the old diabetes. Just load up the sugar. <laughs> like I was like, right away, she's like, what do you want for dessert? I'm like, caramel apple cheesecake, done. I don't want it. I don't want like a cake cake. I don't want any of that. That's what I want. I get yeah. it one time a year. That's all I want. So I'll be nice. having that tonight doing. Uh, see, I'm a veteran to this COVID birthday thing, man. That's two. This is COVID birthday 2.0 for, yep. for the old Joe dog. That's so, it. You know, 40, 40, man, 40 you're getting close to what? <laughs> to know, 45. <laughs> yeah. All right. Someone said to me, "Oh, I think it was my mom." She's like, "Oh, next year is a next year is a milestone for you." I'm like, "45 is not a milestone. 50 is a milestone." Yeah, I wouldn't consider 45 milestone. I would say 50 is a milestone. Then maybe like, are you a senior citizen at 60 or 65? I think it's 65. Okay, so then 65 would be the next milestone. Mm-hmm. 50, then 65, then death. That's the way I look at it. Oh, wow. That's. Well, that's kind of the way I, after that after 65 what what else do you really have to look forward to milestone wise every, every five years after that is no. a uh maybe every year after that is a blessing no man so, <laughs> anyway so that's uh that's that intro another interesting thing maverick has officially started to motor around the house he does not he does not toddle anymore he runs around the house now nice. and so Chasing him is not as easy as it was chasing the other two. <laughs> I am yeah. definitely not as spry <laughs> as I was 13 and 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's he's running around. And right now, the kids are just having a blast with it. But no one can keep up with him. He's like, yeah. you have to close every door. Because <laughs> he'll... he'll he went into the bathroom the other day and started closing the door behind him. <laughs> I'm like, let's not do that, buddy. Let's yeah. not let's not do that. So, and he's also at the stage where it's full on temper tantrum. So the other day, mm-hmm. we took something away from him. No, Ella did. Ella took something away from him, and he full on threw himself on the ground, slammed his face on the ground, and just starts screaming. I come over. I'm like, hey, bud, it's okay. Lift him up. He's fine. Yeah, no problems. Of course. No problems. But yeah, full on temper tantrum already. I'm like, he's fourteen months old. That's that's awesome. I'm not excited for you. Well, hey, we knew it had to happen at some that's point. It. That's it. That's we it. knew it had to happen at some all, point. All these things you made your own bed, you know? 
And I laid in it and I ruffled the sheets or whatever you said. <laughs> I did it all, my friend. So, and you know, maybe, maybe he, you know, and again, he's not a bad kid. So mm-hmm. what I was just about to say really wouldn't have sued. I said, well, maybe if I would have got Heather a push present, he'd be better. <laughs> right. He wouldn't have known. He would have had no idea. None. So we're going to argue for a second, but oh. there's something that I think we're very, very excited about that that's about to happen. It, it. I want to say it has a name, but I don't think it really has a name yet because that's part of what we're about to argue about. It has a name. It's a name you don't like. Yeah, then I then it has a name that you don't like. So, nope. but we're gonna have this. We're gonna have this argument for two minutes, not even, and then we're just gonna stop and we're gonna go into it. I already know where it's going. We've already See, had. Uh, hold listen. on, we've had this argument three times already, and neither of us have bent. Well, you're going to. I'm so not, listen, two things pissed me off today heavy you were the first one <laughs> you were number one with what we're it. about to talk about i love pissing the, the you off the second one was some lady at my wife's work told her it's a good idea to we, we like to have chicken caesar wraps yeah okay so she says it's a good idea to smother the chicken breasts in caesar salad dressing and then barbecue them. Okay. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I know you're not allowed to give out this lady's name. No. But I'm about to talk to her directly. <laughs> I'm going to call her lady. Yeah. Lady. Yeah. I'm not going to be that polite. Lady. Are you kidding me right now? You want to put chicken Caesar or, or Caesar salad dressing on a, the raw chicken breast, and then put it on the grill? Smothered. Smothered. Not just put it on. Go. That's quite possibly one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. <laughs> Look, I don't want to offend you. I don't want to do that, and I'm sorry if I have. But I... <sighs> is, that, is that Caesar salad creamy dressing? Penetrating that chicken breast? No. It's not. Nope. It's, it's not, not happening. No. So why not just cook the chicken breast the way you would? Maybe some nice seasoning on yeah. it, but not a dressing. Yeah. Some seasoning on it. Look, I'm getting so loud and so worked up right now <laughs> that when, when you hear this live... I guarantee you're going to hear all this crackling in my voice because I'm so loud. I'm watching the meters. Yeah. Just go red because yeah. that's how I feel. Red. Yeah. I'm like, that's how mad I was. Put the Caesar salad dressing on after you've done the chicken breast in the on the barbecue. You've blackened yeah. it up a little bit. Yeah. You get that nice blackened, a little bit of that char. <laughs> little, you get the, and then you, then you toss it in yeah. the dressing. Here's what and, I'm going to tell you. And well, then I'll that, let you go after this. I did not this. make you as mad as no, I made it, you. That made no, you no, more mad. No, no, actually it Bullshit. didn't. Bullshit. No, no. But this is what I said. <laughs> this is what I said. I'm like, this is a munja cake recipe. I didn't marry a munja cake. So you're... <laughs> You're drowning this chicken breast in Caesar salad dressing 
and now I have to put it on the barbecue. Now, we got problems. Did your wife agree? Say, hey, this might be a good idea. Tell me she did not agree. I had to barbecue it. No, you Twice. did it that way. Twice. I'm out. You know what? Twice. End the show. She says this. So the last time I did it, she tried the chicken because I'm paranoid with chicken uh, barbecuing it. I need to make sure it's cooked. I use a meat thermometer every time, ever since I had kids. Yeah. Yep. And then she tried, oh, this is so good. <laughs> and I'm like, let me. She's like, did you try the chicken? And I'm like, no. And she breaks me a piece to try it. And I'm like, no, no. Like, it wasn't horrible. But it's like, it makes, I'm with you. You grill it, you get a nice seasoning on that chicken breast, you chop it up, and then you put the dressing with the salad, the bacon bits, all that good stuff. Anyways. Now, so that pissed me off. Hold on. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta ask one more question about this, then we can go on. What did it do to your grill with all this crap all over it? Listen, a shout out to Phil Sherritt. He's going to come over and clean yeah, my yes. barbecue. Because you can, need it after that. He can double charge me. So, uh, yeah. I, you know what? I'm weakened by that yeah. story. That story has weakened me. It really bothers me to imagine your grill with all this creamy shit all over it. <laughs> exactly. And it's not like it stays on the chicken. It drips through. Right. Yeah. And anyway. I mean, yeah, could you have used one of those grill mats? Sure. But you shouldn't have to, Paul. Yeah. And you, you shouldn't get the grill have lines? So now, yeah, you do great grill lines, oh, actually. Oh, you do? Okay. But now yeah. I'm going to say, Paul's wife, <laughs> listen to your husband when it comes to the barbecue. Don't listen to your friends. Your friends mm -hmm. don't know. They don't know anything. Lady, again, with all due respect, <laughs> don't bring any more of your barbecuing opinions. <laughs> don't bring any more. Because Paul's wife then brings him home. And he doesn't have a choice. <laughs> this is what maybe she doesn't understand, or maybe she does, about your relationship with your wife, mm -hmm. knowing you for this many years. When she suggests something like that, yeah. you've got to do it. At least oh, one yeah. time. Oh, yeah. At least yeah. one time, or at least until she says, oh, this is not good. Yeah. Then you're like, okay, whew. Or she gets tired of getting two bottles of Caesar dressing when you just need one. Anyways, right. the real thing that pissed me off, and when I, when I was done work, I went upstairs, and this is what I said. I said, hey, you, but I used my wife's name. You could just say, hey, wife, because, just say, hey, wife, because you could have been talking to your daughter. Are chocolate bars and candy the same thing? Absolutely not. Nice. They are not the same thing. Can I tell you what I did? I tell went me. upstairs and said, hey, Heather, because I will use my wife's name. <laughs> Do you know what Paul believes? Paul believes that chocolate bars are not candy. She goes, are you fucking kidding me? No. Chocolate bars are candy. They're not candy. Candy is candy. A chocolate bar is a chocolate bar. A chocolate bar is a type of candy. No, it's not. It absolutely chocolate is. Chocolate. is. No. Nope. Again, it's we're not, not going to get anywhere with this, Paul. This is the sweets draft. Sweets? Yeah. It can't be the sweets draft. Why? 
because as far as I'm concerned, I don't see uh, I don't see Joe Louis on here. Those are sweets. I don't see baked goods on here. Those are sweets. It cannot well, listen. We'll have a baked goods draft for your baked good needs. It can't be sweets draft. We should call it a confectionery draft. Yeah, is that what we'll call it? Ah, since you uh, won't because call it a I fucking don't, candy draft. Because I don't know what that word means, I'll agree to it be in a confectionery draft. <laughs> it sounds fancy, and I get what I want and not have it called a candy draft. So a confectionery draft it is. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm changing the actual... <laughs> I'm ch As we are live on the show right now, I'm changing the bracket. I want it while you're changing the bracket. I need to know what people think, because like I said to Joe before, if my wife's going out, I'm saying, can you can you pick up a chocolate bar, or can you pick up candy? Two but very it, different things. But again, a chocolate bar is a type of candy. No. So just like I say, hey, what if I said pick up some sourdough? Okay. Sourdough is a type of bread. She knows he wants bread. Sourdough. But do you say, hey, pick up some bread while you're gone? I don't. I never say pick up some bread because there's oh, so many different it. kinds of bread. Well, mm -hmm. no. If she goes, of course I do it. But if there's so many different types of bread, I don't just say pick up some bread. And no. I never say pick up some candy. I'll say pick up a specific type of candy. No, because if I want candy, I really don't care the candy. See, we're that, gonna but go that's through crazy. the list. She's going to randomly pick up. Now, she knows you. Yeah. But if you said to me, Joe, can you, when you come over to watch the game, bring some candy. Yeah. I don't know what the hell to bring. Candy. I don't know what kind of candy you like. I could pick up the grossest candy. I could pick up those licorice all sort bullshit. <laughs> Which my wife loves, and I think they're yeah, disgusting. And my grandma, too. Okay. But I could pick that up. That's candy. Yeah. You're not going to say just pick up some candy. Yeah, pick up some Pick up some Skittles. And he's like, what kind of candy do you want? I'm like, surprise me. And if you came with chocolate bars, they'd send your ass back. Fuck you. Yeah, I'd be like, this ain't candy. I can't talk. To, uh, again, we're not talking be, about this anymore. I could, I could be, Joe, can you pick me up a chocolate bar on your way over? What kind so of chocolate bar do you want? Surprise me. If you came over with a box of nerds, I'd be pretty upset. Again. Would you buy me a candy or would you buy me a chocolate bar if I asked for a chocolate All right, bar? This conversation's done. Now what we're going to do is we're going to go through the, the pools. Since March Madness is over, we've designed the draft much like your March Madness bracket. Okay, there are four regions. You've got the chocolate bar region, the gummies region, the gum region, and the other candy region. Or the I candy region. I put other in brackets. Okay, but it's called the candy region. But for yeah. my sake, I'm calling it the other candy region. Okay, here we go. So, and, and this is going to be available to you at thosedadguys.com. It's going to be, we're going to put it on the Facebook page because what we want you to do, much like your March Madness bracket, we want you to play along at home. Yes. This is not like, like the, the football feast one where it was determined by winners of games. This is actually a bracket that you, our Dad Nation listeners, are going to actually figure out the winners and figure out what is the best on a confectionery. The confectionery draft. What is Love the it. best on this list? Now, we've also ranked them. You may agree or disagree with the rankings. Look, we don't both agree with all of the rankings. 
there are some rankings that are off. That, But you know what? Sometimes North Carolina is ranked seven. And I think they should be ranked third, but they're ranked seven. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through the various regions right now. Tell you a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe there's some stories we've got about different things. I know that after we put the list together, I was like, oh, man, we could have had this. We could have had this. I missed this. Oh, well, mm-hmm. they can't all make the tournament. True. Not all are going to be that Cinderella story. So, Paul, I'd like to start in the chocolate bar region, if you don't mind. Okay. I'm good with that. So you far. have it in front of you? Yep. All right. So, the first bracket in the chocolate bar region is a one versus eight, mm-hmm. with the top seed being the O. Henry yes. Peanuts. You got some nougat in there. It's a nice, <laughs> good chocolate bar. Uh, that's going up against the number eight seed, the Big Turk. Yes. That's a, that's a tough one. In my mind, it's not. I don't want to influence people here. Yeah. In my mind, it's not. In my mind, it's super. It's a super. It's cut and dry. But I know that a lot of people love the Big Turk. You're you're not wrong when you're like saying the, it's tough. The Big Turk is something you either love or you hate, or you hate. There's no middle ground. Yeah, hundred percent. There's not. Yeah, it's okay. Hundred percent. Yeah. And that's exactly why I wanted it on this list. Because it's a love or hate thing. And can it bring down that number one seed of the O. Henry? You know what I'd yep. love? What's I'd that? love if someone in Dad Nation would write up like a synopsis for each <laughs> for each round. That'd be great. Like a CBS sports kind of. It's yeah. like, all right, the number one seed has this pros, cons, strengths, weaknesses. <laughs> right. It's chocolate. All right. So the second bracket is a 4-5, which yeah. is generally the, the most even. You've got the Mars bar against the caramel bar. Yeah, that's a that's a good matchup because both have caramel in it, right? I think a Mars bar has some sort. Yeah, yeah I think it does. Yeah, yeah it does. But caramel. That's a good one. That's a good good one. That's a really really good battle. The third bracket in the chocolate bar region is the Arrow bar versus the Mister Big bar. Mm, another another. It's a good. good this matchup. is a. This is a good region. It's tight. It, it could go any way. It could go any way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And the final bracket in the chocolate bar region is the Hershey bar. And we're talking the straight up chocolate. Yeah. The original Hershey bar. Not with almonds. As much as I love almonds, let's, we, let's keep it straight. Just like the Arrow bar was not the Arrow mint. No. No. Come on. Hershey bar, straight up Hershey bar against mm-hmm. the Snickers. Yeah, that now, one's a no-brainer. If I'm That's picking, a no-brainer. I love the Hershey bar, but nothing yeah. touches the Snickers bar. <laughs> Snickers, as far I'm, as I'm concerned, if yeah. Snickers doesn't run away with the chocolate bar region, I'm yeah. disappointed. I'm, I'm 100% with you. I'm like, I, I think we miss targeted putting O. Henry at number one, but I get it. I get why O. Henry's number one. It's a very popular chocolate bar. Yeah. Can I tell yeah. you a couple, uh, couple chocolate bars that did not make the cut, though? Yes. Coffee Crisp? I know. I was disappointed about that. Kit Kat? Yeah. And a Twix bar? Yes. Those are three very, very popular chocolate bars that this year just didn't have a good year. Maybe they make they the didn't. tournament next year. Yeah. They didn't Maybe they make the it cut. next year. So that is... That's that. Nice. O. Henry v. Big Turk. Mars v. Caramilk. Arrow v. Mr. Big. And Hershey Bar v. Snickers. That's nice. tight. It's a tight, that's a tight yeah. region. Paul, where do you want to go next? 
I think we should go with who's pl- who's play who will play the yeah, winner. Let's right? drop down to the gummies. Yeah. All right, go with that, Paul. Let's let's go with that one. You got it. All right. Yes. And because I'm childish, whenever you say the word region, my head just goes <laughs> like in the wrong area. That's what she said. <laughs> Anyways, so the number one, which which is a number one seed for a reason, and you'll all, yep, that's a number one seed. It's the Swedish berries. Love the Swedish berries. Versus, how would I say, the old standby. Yeah. Jujubes. Yep. You know what? I go to mom and dad's. Yep. They got the tub of jujubes there. Dad yeah, loves the jujubes. Yep. So, so yeah, there's your, your one versus eight. And there's nothing wrong with being an eight seed. No. You made the tournament. Yep. The next, the next uh, matchup we have here. Is very interesting. You have the original, the original gummy bear in the yep. four spot. Yes, sir. Versus the Swedish fish. So, what are you thinking about the Swedish fish? Here's the thing looking ahead to the next round, yeah. we could have Swedish berries versus Swedish fish. We could. Same yeah. flavoring. Yeah. It all comes down to how you feel about shapes. <laughs> I, 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 look, gummy bears are the original, but yeah. this is the four five game. Mm-hmm. This is a tight, it's, it's usually a pick em. It could go either way. Like this one, this one, you're right. The gummy, the gummies region isn't anywhere close to the chocolate bar region. No. I and what so. I mean by that, now we go to the next matchup with Sour Patch Kids versus Gummy Worms. Easy. Right? Easy. No, no brainer. Well, you would think. That's your three sour uh, sour patch kids is number three, and the gummy worms are number six. And this is where it may get interesting. The two seven matchup. Yeah. Because I'm eyeballing it. The seventh seed is wine gums. Mm-hmm. Versus the number two, which is a fuzzy peach. And that could be a. I'm going to use regional. But that could be because the British love the wine gums. Yeah, love the one. So it depends on how many British people we have listening to to the show, yeah, or checking out the website or the Facebook page. Remember those dadguys.com, You're going to be able to get it and follow along. Mm-hmm. Wine gums. Here's how where I am with the wine gums. They got to be if they're not fresh. Yeah, for game over. Forget yeah. it. Not interested. And some about the the tanginess with the wine gums. Not down with it. No, I was always afraid of losing a tooth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I felt like they went stale fast. Look, as we analyze this one, I look at this definitely being the Swedish berries region to lose. Yeah. However, I feel like Sour Patch Kids could give them a run. Yeah. I feel like the Sour Patch Kids could give them a run. I agree. I agree. Because, yeah, I don't know how deep we want to go into it just now. I don't think I've ever gotten sick of Swedish berries. No. Looking at that list, I'm like, I, yeah, I don't, the, um, yeah, fuzzy peaches is a good number two for yep. sure. But yeah, yeah, this one's going to, yeah, Swedish berries is yours to lose for sure. I think so. I think so. Okay. Let's uh, move on to the top right, which is the gum region. Not to be confused with the gummies region. No. Okay. <laughs> The gum region is actually, we should call it the chewing gum 
region. Yeah, do you want me to make that type? Sure, uh, go ahead. Yeah, we'll make okay. that change live on the air right here as we as we do it. We're going to call this the chewing gum region. So we'll walk our way through this one. Now, some of the rankings on this one are a little bit off, but you know what? It came down towards the end of the season. Some some teams just played better in the, in the national tournaments to get to the to get to the big one. So yeah. here we go. The first one's obviously a one versus eight. Our one seed for the chewing gum region is a juicy fruit because it's going to move you. Yep. And it's going against the eighth seed, the thrills gum. Yes. Now, now. <laughs> go with it. Go. In my opinion, there's no reason the Thrills Gum should win this. However, there are people out there that love that soap gum. They love that soap gum. I thought it was gone forever. And then one day, Anthony comes home with a pack of Thrills Gum. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) Yes, I'm, I'm so intrigued. I'm so intrigued. Juicy fruit versus the thrills gum. Yeah. Look, could it be an upset there? Yes. I don't know that juicy fruit deserved the one seed. I Ooh. think that there's another. I think that there's another gum in here, chewing gum. Mm-hmm. I think the two seed deserved the one seed, but it came down to head-to-head matchups in the regular season, and you know that it just happened. Yeah. Here's an interesting one for me. This is the 4-5. Yes. Big League Chew versus Trident. And we did not specify flavors because there are so many flavors. And, and you know what? Paul might like a spearmint while I like a peppermint. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Big League Chew, just the bubblegum flavored Big League Chew against yeah. any Trident. Doesn't matter. what It is what it is. This one's going to be interesting. I like this matchup because... <laughs> Trident, I think, is the more, it's obviously the more readily available gum. More people have mm-hmm. probably had the Trident gum. Yeah. But people who've had Big big League Chew love Big League Chew. Yeah. There's something special about the Big League Chew. You know what it is? It's that packet thinking you had yeah. the chewing tobacco. Yeah. I yeah. had, I, when I played ball when I was a kid, that's what I, I had the Big League Chew every game. Here's the 3 6. The 3 6 is the double bubble. And the double bubble is just those small, Little hard things of gum. Did they add the, or are they the ones with the PUD comics? They had the comics, yeah, yeah. And that goes against Extra, which was one of the, one of the gums that, the, one of the first gums that Anthony asked me, oh, was Extra in there? I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. So the three seed is the double bubble, uh-huh. and the six seed is the Extra. Again, doesn't matter what flavor. No. We're just going to go with a brand name there. Yeah. Double bubble came in one flavor, bubble gum. Yeah. That was the double bubble flavor. And then we move to the 7-2. The 7 being your double mint. Yeah. I always remember the double mint twins. <laughs> against who I believe should have been the number one seed, but they are the number two seed, the Hubba Bubba. Yeah. Hubba uh, Bubba. Hubba Bubba for, for blowing bubbles. There was, some, there was some mad bubbles with the Hubba Bubba for right? sure. Right? Nothing like it. Nothing like it. So this, it's an interesting bracket. Again, there could be some upsets in here. Mm-hmm. But in this one, if the eight upsets the one, I might be a little bit concerned for humanity because the soap gum really, really frustrates me. Wow. Are you doing honorable mentions? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You got some? Right. Go. Yeah, for me, Bubblicious. 
And Bazooka Joe would be honorable meshes. Yeah, Bazooka Joe was an interesting... Bubblicious, I was trying to figure out... Isn't Bubblicious just another type of Hubba Bubba? Competitors. It, they're competitors, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. I just looked at them as like, ah, Hubba Bubba's better. And that yeah. was how I, how I did it. <laughs> here's, the, here's the ones... Remember when you were a kid? Remember that toothpaste gum? It came in like a tube of toothpaste and you squeezed oh, it out and it was yes. like it was like chewing slime and yes. then it took forever and finally it turned into like bubble gum and by the time you got there your jaw was sore from chewing so long it's like oh this sucks. Yep. So there's oh, that one. Oh yeah. And do you remember the gold rush gum? It came in that little pouch yes. and it those little oh, nuggets of of gum. The gold wow. rush gum. So those are a couple that that we thought about after the fact that I thought was pretty, pretty interesting. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say either of them believe in the, belong in the top eight. However, I think that, um, I think that they were worth mentioning because they bring yeah. up memories. I remember as a kid grabbing the, the little sack of gold rush gum. With the, what I'm seeing here is tubble gum. Oh, that's what that toothpaste gum was called. Yeah, that's right. Gum. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there you go. So now think back and remember the days. And and my wife's like, oh, what about you know you bought those five packs of gumballs? But I'm like, that's just gumballs. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not gonna put gumballs on the list. So, so that's that is the chewing gum region. That is our top right. Nice. And bottom right would then be the, as I like to say, other candy region. But Paul's gonna go with the candy region. Or it also starts with O, the only candy region. So one V8. Yep. Coming in at a hot number one is Starburst. Starburst. Let's start that again. (laughs) Not for real. Start that again. But Starburst (laughs) is definitely uh, the the look on your face was like, what? Uh, Starburst is it's it's a safe number one. I, I could walk with that. Yep. The four or five is interesting to me. Hold on. How do you feel about Runts in the number eight? You think they even got a chance? Runts is a fun candy, man. Is it really? Like, it is a fun, hard candy. Okay. All right. You know, you can get it at the store or you can get it in the 25-cent machine. In a box or just in the palm of your hand, it's up to you. However you want to eat those. Okay. All right. (laughs) Number four is M&M's versus five, which is Jolly Rancher. This is a good one. It is. You don't like it because there's chocolate in M&M's. No, no. But here's what I'm going to say. The candy coating makes it candy. Exactly. I, get, I know Thank what you're you. going to Joe, I no, appreciate that. Shut up. I know that that's what you're yeah. going to say. No, it's true. I, it's a candy coated shell. Yeah. And that's I, what makes it a candy. I like both of these ones very much. Yeah. I like both of these ones very much. And I, I do believe that either one of these could win this bracket. Really? I'm not that confident. We'll Did see. Did you have a favorite Jolly Rancher? Watermelon. Was it? Yeah. By I far. like the green apple. Yeah, green apple was nice. Yeah. But water if I had a choice, watermelon all day long. All the way. Yeah. All day long. Next. Three, three six. six is gonna be this is another fun one. I like this one. Nerds is number three. Yeah. Versus number six ranked fun dip. Yep. Fun dip. My daughter <sighs> just got some fun dip. I love fun dip. She dropped the stick on the ground. Come on. I'm like, listen, you have enough fun dips in there. Just get a stick and eat it. You can always pour that powder down your throat. <laughs> Use your Use finger. The, exactly. Lick your finger. Put it in. It's just as the same as the lick a stick. 
that's a double that's a double candy it is because you get candy. the candy stick and you get the powder Anyways. and you get two flavors of powder usually yeah yeah unless you're buying the expensive pack and you get the extra third flavor Man, we're talking it up like it should not be a six seed, but it's a six seed. Tough season. Tough season. Number seven versus number two. So we got Pop Rocks, which is seven, versus the number two, which is Skittles. Where I am with this one, I think Skittles is a staple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Pop Rocks is a fun little candy, but I think Skittles is a staple. I, mm-hmm. I, I find it hard. This one might be a tough one for Pop Rocks to, to get by in the first yeah. round. So I like that. I really do. That that is a good region. It's a good yeah. region. There's there's lots of lots of good challenges there. I'm interested to see what happens. That that second matchup, that M and M's Jolly Rancher, I think mm-hmm. could determine that region. My honorable mention for candy is a candy that I loved okay. as a kid. I just don't know if it's still available. And it's one of my favorite words I use. And it's bonkers. Bonkers. I remember bonkers. Yeah. Those were hands hands down the best candy out there. Bonkers were really good. Yeah. Bonkers. I forgot so about bonkers. Besides penny candies. Remember going to the variety store? Yeah. And then you had a penny candy, nickel candy, quarter candy. Yep. Totally. Bottle caps. We've forgotten gummies. We forgot the honorable mention of pop bottles. Yes. <laughs> Actually, that's the one thing that my wife and my kids gave me crap about. It's like, uh, you, you didn't put pop bottles in there. I'm like, yeah, but that's more generic than I, th- I think the other yeah. things belong in there. I think yeah, that's yeah. a fair honorable mention. Here's what I've got for in your, in your um, other candy region. Popeye cigarettes. Yeah. That are no yeah, longer yeah. Popeye cigarettes. They're Popeye candy sticks. Yeah. Mike and Ike's. But I was curious Ooh. if they belonged in there or if they belonged in the gummy region, but I think they belong in candy. That's a candy for sure. And one that I didn't like, but one that was very, very popular is uh, those black licorice pipes. Remember those yeah. black licorice yeah. pipes? Those are the ones you would put your hand in the thing and they wouldn't come packaged. No, they would not come packaged. No. There was a no. lot of stuff that did not come packaged. And they had the fun uh that red thing that made yeah. it look like make it look yeah. like it was lit. Just like on the yeah. Popeye cigarettes, that yeah. they had the red end yep. that made it look like you were smoking a cig. <laughs> exactly. But you weren't. And now they're just candy sticks, they're just white sticks. Yeah, and most exactly. kids now don't even know who the hell Popeye is anyway. So that's our confectionery draft 2021 we're gonna get this posted on those we're also gonna share it on the facebook page and you could check it out well i guess we'll put a picture of it on instagram but what we need you to do now is we need to leave we need you to leave your vote in the comments section wherever you see it leave your vote in the comments section and let us know who you think should move on to the second round you don't have to pick the whole bracket You want to pick the bracket, go for it. But we need to know who you think should move on to the second round. Look, I'm not against people picking the entire bracket and making bets against other people. Mm, We're we're not going to take any of it. You guys want to make side bets? This has nothing to do with those dad guys, so the Ontario Lottery and Gaming Commission cannot come after us. This has nothing to do with us. But if the listeners decide to make side bets with each other, go for it. That's the way I see it. But we need to know. You do you. We need to know who's coming in 
as the winners of the first round so that next week, do you want to do it on the on the live show on Friday or do you want to keep this for the Wednesday show? I like the results on a Friday. You have Wednesday and Thursday to get your votes in for the first round. And then on Friday during Lunch with Those Dad Guys live on Facebook, we will give you the winners of round one, moving on to round two, which will allow you to do your research over the weekend to figure out who you want to be in round two. If the race is that close, we may on Friday extend it. Let's say, let's extend it until end of day Sunday. We'll decide Friday how tight they are. Yeah, put it this way. If there yeah. are any ties yeah. going into Friday, we'll extend it. Yeah. If there perfect. are any ties. Other than that, it may be a close game, but you know what? You see buzzer beaters all the time. All the Maybe time. someone threw up a buzzer beater at the last second. Maybe. Yeah. So that is Confectionary Draft 2021. We look forward to see who's making it through to the next round. This should be a lot of fun and bring up a whole bunch of memories because a lot of this stuff is stuff from our kid, from our from our childhood. Mm-hmm. And yeah, bonkers. You bringing up bonkers made me go, man, I remember bonkers. That was pretty yeah. cool. Those yeah. were pretty cool. So that's that. Um, Paul, do you have a dad joke for us? I do. I do. All right, let's do it. And now, get ready to cringe. It's the dad joke of the week. Okay. I'm torn between two. Pick one. Let me let me ask you. Pick a number, one or two. Wow, this is uh, pretty tough. Let's go with one. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you obviously wanted one more than the other one. <laughs> I did. All right. Hey, Joe. Yes, Paul. I'm a pro at shoplifting candy bars. Oh, really? You're a pro at shoplifting candy bars. Okay. I got a few twicks up my sleeve. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. I hate that I read candy bars. That's a good one. (laughs) I like it. The fact that you read candy bars was enough for me. Didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. But after that, I like it. I like that you got some Twix under up your sleeve. I like nice, it. Nice, nice. That works. That works. I love it. It's fa- I wish it would have made the tournament. Not this <laughs> year. Like I said, tough regular season. Yeah. Well, that's it for us today. We're out of here. Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget, check us out Friday. Lunch with those dad guys live on Facebook. Who knows? We're going to have our results from the confectionery draft. <laughs> So I said candy bar and you called it the candy draft, which I love it. It still should be. (laughs) But anyway, we're going to leave it there. Uh, Have a great week, everyone. We'll talk to you Friday. Yeah, you're right. You did say candy draft. Bye. This has been Those Dad Guys. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Visit thosedadguys.com for more fun stuff. And of course, don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss another episode. Come on, you know you want to.